Blog Talk Radio. Six men. Radio. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. for a change and they're gonna let us have a good if we just help them they're gonna leave us alone let us make some money you can have a little taste of that good life too now i know you want it hell everybody does do it to your own kind what's the threat we all sell out every day might as well be on the winning team uh brooklyn <laughs> we have absolutely no chill baby <laughs> check this out Fam, look, your girl look like, who she look like? James Evans. Yeah. But not James Evans Sr., James Evans Jr., though. Oh, JJ, though, man. Yeah. 
trip. I used to rap, now I do this shit for fun. When the Buddha hit the tongue, spit, the story has begun. Shout to Sharon Edwards for making Corey a son. Born in the same borough as the notorious one. The game changed big, that's what I would tell him. Kim Wilder looking like the king of popping in the same asylum. Nobody saying shit, they just staying silent. Few other rappers was murked up to this day to balance. Yo, what up, y'all? I'm DJ Premier, and you checking out the Six Man Radio, the home of adult contemporary hip-hop. You heard? That's what it do, that's what it does, and that's what it's going to be. One love. Your girl look like... Who she look like? James Evans. Yeah. But not... James Evans Sr., James Evans Jr., JJ, though, nigga. Trip. I used to rap, now I do this shit for fun. When the Buddha hit the tongue, spit, the story has begun. Shout to Sharon Edwards for making Corey a son. Born in the same borough as the notorious one. The game changed big, that's what I would tell them. Kim Wilder looking like the king of popping in the same asylum. Nobody saying shit, they just staying silent. Few other rappers was murked up to this day to balance. That's what I would tell Big, and hit him with the salute. I do this for Brooklyn, been doing this since my youth. I dare one of y'all to contest that I'm the truth. I had your brain on the wall, your soul in the booth. How you gonna box your OGs, OG? Oh, please, nigga, how you gonna jump with no knees? You keep fuck around, get whooped like Cochise. I pose to be scared, you strapped like Bo King. And you did a hundred push-ups and called your whole team. Y'all the one she keeps, y'all bugging, making the scene. I was outside, coating your crib in gasoline. Strike a match, part two. Now it ain't a cartoon. Get over here, Scorpion flow. I spit harpoon, razor sharp wit. Keep me away from sharp two. This little nigga pick you up like carpool And spin your ass around like a fucking bar stool I refuse to argue and bicker with y'all fools You can scream and yell what you say in this old news I choke you out till they screaming Cold blue Fuck what you going through Yeah, I be knowing too It's these nigga Automatically that mean we're the weed nigga I'm the best from BK if it ain't me, it's Jigger I'll be the bigger man and admit it But the truth is delivered Every time I spit it You a snapback nigga or probably prefer it. it don't matter, you fun the struggle, I spit it, you get it There's no need to edit, I said it, check the credits Nothing sweet over here, so it's safe for diabetics Your girl look like Yafet Kodo Mixed with Forrest Whitaker and a breast stick You should get rid of her I shudder to think of the gross shit you probably did with her Bad seed, tell your mama, your daddy, uncle, and senator Y'all love how I dance on this track like Your girl look like Robocop, matter of fact, predator <laughs> Nigga, what you said to her? Nigga, how you go to bed with her? Ew, your girl look like Ew <laughs> Super <laughs> Six man Radio, 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 radio.
Amaretta, we gon' get it. New beginning. Spinning bottles in Bermuda, Porsche, Rugas. Low maneuvers in Vancouver, can you show but knock you over, rock you over, driving fast. Do the auto jagging wall, cripple strings, Avenger, 24 hours, seven continents, hit by the Thunderball. Quick flew a suicide, King's Mimic Terminal, snitch when she should've sweated it, bitch. Hold it up. Beach for everlasting air, shallow spear, piercing naked gun and clown, tears running in the roof. London fall, park the halls, park the law, brass monkey money, chunky chains, blow your pants ready. Get your glass mask ready, take it high from the money, seven samurais running from the Elmer Fuzz, think it's crow season, loads of motion, these and blackbirds, most amazing burglars, bringing blazing animals on my cinema, and the gun collecula, light and lift you up, thunderbird and pick you up, dirty Alcatraz, blindfold it fast, menage and jazz, we circle cash, now burn the streets, clean everything, diamond lasso, diamond coat, diamond rings, the Kings, Twin Dolphin, Doberman, perfect aim, perfect game, sing for me.
what up, y'all? This is the uh, That's right. Y'all know who I am. That nigga be getting this motherfucking stew walk on. Skip skipping across the world. I'm posted up right now. Six Man Radio. Adult Contemporary Radio. That's me and yeah. Home of that real shit. Can't fuck with it. Dang, dang, yeah. What's up? It's DJ Jam representing that DPG all the way live from the west side. And you're in tune to Six Man Radio. The home of adult contemporary hip-hop and R&B. Yeah, you know Nori, type of nigga, stay real truck. I ain't tight to fight a nigga, just blaze you up. What the fuck? All y'all niggas wanna say what what? Why y'all halfway dug, sound of halfway butt. If you ain't what what's the bus, then shut the fuck up. Niggas is snakes, in other words, just like dicks. Y'all sell rap, you can sell crack on crate. It's like a shotgun shot, won't look what it drops. Yo, I hate to have to sit my niggas all in your spot. Like Swiss R, you can rain all in your car. What's the fuck? Plug the engine with bananas. Even if they lose our sight, we still got cameras. We play the game like the movie. Smoke Lucy, big gone, but my favorite song still young, young. Cold, son don't even know what's happening. Before the second thought, make you feel the wrath of my clapping. Fire flashing, two holes up in your head matching. Don't feed in the corner, itch from eight scar scratching. We make the nut of butter, they creamy shit from the gutter. Paranoid these niggas, flip and make they heart beat flutter. Use the sucker, lace you up with a box cutter. Your mother love her other son like you ain't even his rubber. Pussy nigga, flip up to the match on you nigga. Pose a violent threat immediately black on you nigga. Ski masking, fuck whatever question you asking. Bust the rhyme and all be one to twin, connect re attacking. Hold the corner, violate and cross the border. Try to catch my jewels, fine with your take corner. Fuck it, throw out. Don't you know we're going to the end? Battlefield shit, flip. Yo, relax your mind, let your conscience be free, and get down to the sounds of your PMD. While you should keep quiet while the MC rap, and if you tired, then go take a nap. Yo, what's up? This is Paris Smith from EPMD, and I'm chilling on Six Man Radio, holding it down, the home of adult contemporary hip hop. You got to chill. Hey, yo, let me explain something to you right now. You're listening to Six Man Radio, home of adult, contemporary hip-hop and R&B. Adult, contemporary hip-hop and R&B. Hosted by the Bad Seed and Nadine Michelle. Holding it down. They give you the best music, classics, new joints. Celebrity guest interviews. Have you seen who's on this show? Have you checked the archives? Go look on the archives. See who comes up on here every Saturday night. There's nowhere else you're going to get that. This is GMS of Hydra. GMS. Co-founder of The Plague. Co-CEO of MCMI Incorporated. And do I have time to listen to WAC Radio? Hell no. I'm too busy running my company, running MCMIReport.com, MCMI Records, MCMI Apparel, MCMI Studios, MCMI Everything. Not to mention hosting my own show, MCMI Radio, Friday nights. So do I have time to listen to some wackness? No. That's why when I really need a fix, I tune in to Six Man Radio. Because I'm an adult. Home of adult contemporary hip-hop and R&B. It's in the title. It's GMS. MC. CMI, you know the motto, in hip-hop we trust, a better ever starts now, and it starts with Six Man Radio. Six Man Radio. 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 Radio.
for every nigga. Eat for every nigga. I live for nigga, nigga. Watch it. Okay. Things just ain't the same for gangsters But I'm a little too famous to shoot these pranksters Holding these rap singers, claiming they bangers Doing all sorts of twisted shit with they fingers Disrespecting the game, no home training the manners I was doing this shit when you was shitting pampers I was moving them grams so you knew what a hand that hand was Ducking the vans, radars and scanners But you knew what hard white the team was I was taking the turnpike, I ate with the bammers I was nice with my hands, cause I ate with them hammers I was pricking my finger for you knew what a fan was I had it laid out for you knew what the plan was 300 mil later, now you understand us You ain't see us coming to Vegas You ever seen so much sham bust in one night Grand fucked up one fight I was on a Peter Pan bus You was putting Peter Pan up in your room Y'all fucking with whom? Allow me to be taught You cowards is just now learning the shit that we taught You niggas ain't know about a ride report by the high-speed Porsche, i.e., you niggas ain't know how to floss So I came through the door like Eric B for press Respect me in this bitch
rap lied to me to start history. Wanna give me jail time in the fine? Fine, let me commit a real crime. I might buy a kilo for GP. Out of spite, I just might flood these streets. Hit a freedom in my speech. Got an onion from Universal, read it and weep. Would've bought the nest of Brooklyn for free. Except I made millions off of you fucking dweeb. I still own the building, I'm still keeping my seats. Y'all buy that bullshit, y'all better keep your receipts. Obama said, chill, you gon' get me impeached. You don't need this shit anyway, chill with me on the beach. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is your boy, Special Ed, the youngest in charge, and we got it made. Y'all mean, and right now, y'all tuning to Six Man Radio, your place for adult contemporary hip-hop. Yeah, but make it real is, we doing this without a record deal. For real. Yo, it's Elmatic. Shouts out to the homie Nasson. Words from the wise one make both your eyes run. Red with blood like Coco Dewberry. You barely throw jazz with your vocabulary. My punchlines knock niggas the fuck out. The earn block figures, cock triggers, and duck droughts. The flyers, and I ain't just being biased. And Hebrew Elzias, one with the messiahs. You just a virus. A fucking disease that affects these. So techniques ain't nothing to sneeze at. I'm much sicker. I crack the seal on a duck sticker. Split the blunt, roll it back up, and lift the front. The road of classic. Bury you below your casket Picture that like it's photographic Fuck your chain with your local crafted You just a follower Your mother shouldn't have had your ass You should have swallowed your life Bottles of pills to overdose Only to leave you comatose To wake up as one of Jehovah's ghosts I'm been mean since the A16 From long range You rearrange your free exchange 16 with bars Spitting bars I'm on a level with the stars Devil trying to tempt me With the bezels in the cars But I'm too swift With the true gift I knew if I put a line down You slip Blue slips in the park Seeing gun sparks Niggas running from the knock The animal the bark is more crazy than a picture by Martin Scorsese Instead of y'all starting more crazy Fuck y'all And if I get rocked, this shit for my kids, nigga That real shit We still hustle till the sun come up Crack a 40 when the sun go down It's a cold winter Y'all niggas better bundle up And I better be a hotter summer rapper on you Then the stomach start growling, then the heat start blowing. If you're from the hood, I know you. 
bitches want more. I'ma stay poppin' shit. Anybody want it? I flow sick of life, go quick of life None of pop shit like, spit hot shit Bitches love the gossip, catch me in my crock shit like I spit flame, bitch, fuck my name, nah nah Like, I'm the bitch, try to want pitch Rude gal, bakor, big gone, big things are going like I'm undisputed, now y'all got the bad when you see me Fuck my name, nah nah Like, I'm the bitch, push a big stick, flick a broad Five foot, pop big shit like See my clips, ride big dick like Swiss hole, you know, handcuff shit like Supreme bitch, y'all bras is ancient I bank your whole shit, top draft pick like I'm the prince, not sheen with this shit Come test me, and leave with your best Swiss cheese like Full of sight shit, sassy ass chick I started this shit Big bonk, y'all, whoa Light talk, come smoke the funk, y'all Yaga yaga yo, say when I suck your duck, it feel we in our neighborhood. Running this here, better have y'all broke bitches all running this here. Whoa, my wrist thick like gray shit. Call me sun flash, you done no wetness. Whoa, I switched up, put the six up. Everybody want shot six, rock ball wrist. Whoa, I done this, spit hotness, none of talk big fist. Fuck my name, none of whoa. I might put the niggas want lick. I might big tits and I want calm kit. I'm me on a C when I want shrewdness. Are you on a ear confit bullshit? Wow. I might care what I want go get. I might rock this, but I want come sick. Wow. I'm the chick that'll drop my shit. For an idiot nigga want to be a nice right. Wow. I might life, but I want live life. I act gal this, and I want sound like wow. Don't even ask us, we'll let them on my ship. 
notified Or what y'all have to deny that your ass about to die You had 24 hours to live, just think Where would you go, what would you do, who would you screw And who would you want to notify Or would your ass deny that your ass about to die You had 24 hours to live, just think Where would you go, what would you do, who would you screw
know, there's, there's this other thing about kids, apparently, crushing up, grinding down to the smallest compound, smoking, shooting up, bed bugs. Yeah, what, 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 I, yeah. I don't understand what, the high. bed bugs they're have a, like, a chemical reaction yeah. to it? I don't know, they're getting high off of bed bugs. I don't even, I don't, mm-hmm. need, I don't understand that bed bug high. Do you, do you crush it up and roll it up like a like a like weed? I don't know. Nay, you yo, snort Nate. it. Yo, son, I got some bed bugs, son. I got nice. some bed bugs, no. son. You gonna, you gonna package <laughs> it up and start selling nickel bags? Is that what you're trying to Word do? <laughs> Nick some bed bugs, yo. What's poppin'? No, no, man. I, no, I heard no. some other mess. I heard they taking lip balm and sniffing it. I'm like, what kind of what is wow. going on around here? What's happening? Yeah. Ah, on to better news. On to better yeah. news. This is a pretty yeah. solid week, a couple of weeks for um, our man Nas, who's celebrating 20 mm-hmm. years of Illmatic, you know. Also debuted yeah. his film at the Tribeca Film Festival. Big things with Nas right now. Yo, that's, that's crazy. That, yo, Illmatic, 20 years? 20 years. 20, 20 years. years. You know, he's been performing all of you. He had a live performance on, uh, I don't know if it was Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon, but he was with uh, your boy Q-Tip, and they performed One Love together. And yeah, he's been, like, just promoting left and right. And just today, as I'm watching the NBA playoffs, I hope you're keeping up with the playoffs, feed. Yeah, yeah, He absolutely. has a Hennessy commercial as well. He's placing over a Hennessy commercial. Nice. Big things, you know. celebrating Nas, salute Nas, because he's, it's well-deserved. That album was but, definitely dope. This last album he dropped is on that caliber as well, so I'm happy to see that, you know, more of an upper echelon for our man, Nas. Yeah? Wait, what you said? Did, did you say, did, did you say the last album he put out is the same caliber as Matic? I thought it was pretty dope. It ain't yeah. the same caliber yeah. as Illmatic, no, no, you know. But it's just yeah. as, you know, it's on that level of hip-hop. And I think that, yeah. you know, few and in between, in between Illmatic and now, they've been some hit and misses, as we know. This last album yeah. was quite solid, all right? Yeah. Clear that yeah. up for you. Clear that up for you. Yeah. 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 Right. It was hot. It was hot. It was hot. Yeah. All right. Now, ooh. We just totally forgot to tell them who we got on the show. It's, it's so big, so it's big. I know. It's right. pretty big. Let's turn the music down a Yo. little bit so they can hear us. All right. Turn it down a little bit. I want them to hear who the guest is this evening. Big, big name. Right. And, you know, kind of like, kind of like real calmly big, humbly big, you know, this brother that we have yeah. on tonight. Tell them about it. Yeah. Yeah, I had to turn the music off real quick. Because mm-hmm. I got to tell him. I got to tell him. Prince Paul building, man. Prince Paul. That's legendary right. producer. Legendary, legendary, legendary. De La Soul, Grave Diggers. He had his hands in all types of shit, man. So, all you know, we types of stuff. 
Yeah, we're going to get to the Prince Paul interview in a little while, Six Man Radio. You already know. Uh, I, it was definitely amazing to talk to him, y'all. You know, yeah. Wanna, oh, my goodness. Wanna, good Lord. It was just um, so much history. The, the shift of hip hop, uh, so many things he had to, is responsible for in hip hop. We're gonna get into it tonight. You know what? I wanna. I also wanna say a salute on my half. Beat. I had a really great week this week. I know you guys don't. Not everybody knows, but you know I also do some jazz singing. And this week yeah. I, I um, participated in the Singers Lounge, which is like this new competition given by. Um, the Hip Hop Culture Center Executive Director Chris Sherrod and Stacey Hobley, wow. um, which is um, hosting the event. She's a singer on the circuit here in New York, as well as Wondrous. And I came in second place, yo. I was doing my thing, so wow. I get to go to the next round. And uh, possibly, you know, if I win that next round, I get to tour with the A-Law Hotel, so... Feeling pretty good. Yeah. I want fifty dollars. It was dope. So yeah. salute to the singers lounge. Yeah. I think it's yeah. gonna be a once a month joint out in Harlem. So y'all check that out and check your girl yeah. out. Support your girl. Girl's doing some things. Congrats, y'all. Congrats. So much speed. Yeah. Yes indeed. <laughs> and not to mention, ladies and gentlemen, the incredible and comparable Nicholas Nicholas Cage. A.K.A. The Bad Seed, A.K.A. Larry J. Blige, is about to Larry. drop When a Man's Fed Up Part 2 coming up real yeah, soon. Yeah, that is coming up. That is coming up. You know what I mean? Cool. That's around the corner. That's around the corner. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and we're about to start shooting, what you call it, uh, Book of Joe. Uh-oh. Hate that. Yeah. So, so okay. did you find who was going to play... Uh, Who's gonna play Joe? Yeah, yeah, I had I had somebody to play Joe for a while. I was looking for oh. somebody to play uh God. It was uh I was trying to go yo, shout to my nigga AL, I guess it didn't come through, but I was trying to get uh uh Michael K. Williams through my man AL, but I guess oh, okay. it transpired. Yeah. Um right. so uh I got men. Men's was talking about he wanted to play him, you know. So we're gonna see. We're gonna see what how how we can make that work. Okay. Um, you know, but yeah, I got somebody to play Joe and, and you know the lead female role, and you know it's pretty much that. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. Ready to start it. So. No, come no. soon. You shall see the book of Joe. You will see your boy. Uh, I'm playing Lucifer. The devil is crazy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've been, I've been kind of doing a little research. I watched uh, Angel Heart. I was watching uh, Robert De Niro's performance playing the devil. Right. You know, just really watching him. You know, it was crazy. It's crazy. Wow. You, you know, just just the demeanor. Just demeanor right. wise, trying to capture it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do your studying. Yeah. yeah. What you do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, it should be dope. That should be real dope. Shout out to Mickey Black and Ollie Blackwick. You know, we're getting yes, the women indeed. set up part two. Getting that ready or whatever, whatever. But, and all that, we're going to get into this interview with Prince Paul because, yo, it's definitely informative and it was definitely mm-hmm. an honor. And we want to share this with y'all. All right? Six yeah. men, lady. Oh, we'll be back. Yeah. 
Yeah, Six Man Radio, the home of adult contemporary hip-hop and that grown and sexy R&B that you love. It's your boy Bad Seed, a.k.a. Nicholas Cage, a.k.a. Larry J. Blige, all that good shit. Along with my lovely co-host, Nadine Michelle. What's good, Nate? What's going on, Seed? I'm so excited about today's show. I can't even explain it. It's going to be really dope, and I'm yeah. looking forward to speaking to our guest tonight. You want to tell them who we got, or you want me? You want me to do the honor? I, yo, listen, I ain't gonna front. I'm real amped too, man. Cause let, let me tell you, I remember watching uh, Video Music Box back in the days, and you know, coming home from school, watching Video Music Box, and you know, when when De La Soul hit, and and, and yo, man, just just that time and how how it felt, and 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 the, the way that they was taking hip hop at that point, we, it was it was a, a thing that we never saw before, and the to me, how I saw it is the brainchild of all of that was our guest that's on the show now, you know. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, please stand up or sit down and get comfortable, whatever. But ladies and gentlemen, we have Prince Paul on the line. Prince Paul, what's good, brother? What's good? Thank you, thank you. You know, you know what impressed me the most about the whole intro was that? all the aliases you got. I think <laughs> 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 I, thought I, had, I thought I had a few, but you're, you're, you're oh, man. <laughs> yo, yo, you know what, Paul? Yo, I didn't, I didn't even beat him in the head with all of them, though. That was just I tried exactly. to keep it short and concise. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to consolidate, you know. But, <laughs> but brother, it, it, thank you for calling, man. It's good to have you on on the line. You know, this is this is a real big honor. Um, like I said, to any to any real hip hop enthusiast. You know, if you don't know who Prince Paul is, you know, then you, you got a lot of studying to do, yeah. man. You just don't know, you know hip-hop if you don't know <laughs> Word. Don't know hip-hop. You know. Nadine and myself, we were, before 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 you came on, we were talking, and we were like, yo, where where do we start with, with him? Because it, it's so much that you've done. Let, let's take it from the beginning, you know. Um, you, you were with Stats Sonic, which is one of the dopest hip-hop groups, hip-hop bands. Actually, because that, that was one of the attributes that they were the, the hip hop band. How did all that come about? How did the whole Steps and thing start? Let's start there. Whoa, yeah, that that was a minute ago. Uh, I joined Set in either '83 or '84. I can't remember. I was still in high school at the time, and mm-hmm. wow. I, was, uh, I was at a battle in uh, in Brooklyn. Um, it was like a what do you call it? like a, a block party. It was kind of turned into a battle, and I, right. I, I thought I was clearly the best DJ that ever walked earth at that point so uh-huh. so I, I, you know I went, I went in battle mode with all the tricks and everything and that's when I met Set they approached me yeah well it was amazing because they were a lot older because you know when you're a kid when you see somebody in their 20s like whoa he's old right 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 <laughs> so he, so he came up to me and said hey we want, we want you to be in the group we got a group called right. Set Sonic we just won the Mr. Magic uh, Rap Attack concert or something along that line Wise just joined the group and it was even before Fruquan had joined the group. It was like, yo, we right. want you to be our DJ. And, you know, my grandmother lived in uh, East New York. So, you know, it kind of worked out. It, it was cool. During, during the grimy East New York days, before it got... Right, uh, right. It, I mean, it's yeah. still grimy, but it's not as grimy as it Yeah, not, not at all. Not at all. Like, you, you could actually walk around there now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, like, you really couldn't walk in East New York back in, you know, 83, 84. 85 like it was it was kind of dangerous it was very dangerous it was it was real bosnia like 
you know. But that's <laughs> oh, that's dope. Yeah. That's that's dope that that you, you know that the stats are started with with that because it, it's. I I also remember watching video music boxes, seeing stats of Sonic, and yeah. uh, you know just just the effect that they had. You know, th- those times just was pretty much the best time. You know, as far as hip hop is concerned, in my opinion, it only because I don't know. I don't know if it's because it was so wide open, and there were so many different lanes that could that could that were yet to be created. What's your take on that? It's got the way it is because there aren't really too many lanes left, or or what? I think there's a bunch of lanes. It's just that people just don't decide to to, to use them. I mean, I think back then, one, it was new, it was untapped. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it wasn't one of those things that people thought like, yo, I'm going to make rap records and become rich because there weren't too many right. people. You know, I mean, what, you know, yeah, Fat Boys, I think, uh, mm-hmm. Run DMC, you know, Grandmaster Flash, and before that, you know, so forth and right. so on. But I, I think what, what really separates those times from today is by just one simple model we live by, and that was fighting is a crime, where... That was what you lived by back then. With now, if biting is good, if I sound right. like the next yeah. man, it's a compliment. I want his producer. Yeah. I want his swag. I want his style. I want his shoe. You know, where before, if it's like, yo, I, I do not sound like that dude. I don't want to sound like him. I'm getting my own style, my own click. And I think right. those things are just two things that really separate the, the error. Right. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting you say that too about the biting. I, 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 nay, it's crazy because we haven't asked the OG this question before and just when he said it it just popped in my head do you consider like I'll use for an example like Jay-Z when Jay-Z quotes Biggie lines and flips them and and stuff like that do you consider that biting or is that really paying homage oh no I think that's paying homage now if now if he took Biggie's now biting is when you take Biggie's line and say you made that (laughs) you know what I'm saying and you own it and you walk around like it's yours but you know he's quoting those lines, knowing that people are going to say, yo, that's, that's a biggie line, you know? Right. So it, 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 I think that's, that's a big difference. Well, from, you know, from joining in Set to Sonic, that must have been amazing. But when things like Third Base albums and, you know, the De La Souls, when it started coming into the late 80s, because that's when I was, like, coming out of high school and going into college, and this sound was coming out, and you were responsible for this movement in hip hop, and now you're celebrating 25 years of the Soul album. I mean, that's incredible. That's incredible. Just, you know, did you know at this time when you were making these movements, and you know, and and I have an excellent question for you about that era too. You were making these movements with Third Base and Daylight as you were in this creative process. Did you know were you aware that you were actually making history? Uh, of course not. I, I've always been the odd man out, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, making a record like Three Feet High Horizon, and like even the, the third base, anything I made back then was was a little suspect because, you know, it was it, it was something that was, I mean, was never tried before. Was It wasn't even close. It didn't sound reminiscent to anything that was before. It. You know what I'm saying? Well, where, you know, you have some rap records, like I said, you know, Biting is a Crime, and everybody wants to sound, the, sound you know, original. Well, you know, some records kind of remind you of other records, or there's a certain right. format or a certain style you use. Well, I came out of left field, and that, that wasn't that, you know, some people was like, yo, I don't think this is going to work. I remember some cats coming to the studios like, yo, I don't know what you're doing. I don't, I don't see people getting into this, you know, and 
and hence I think that's what happened with Tommy Boy too. Like they liked the album, they thought it was cool, but they didn't think it would really do that great. And hence they didn't right. clear a lot of the samples, which caused a lot of the, the, the sample problems back in those days. But you know, I, man, I had no clue. I was just having fun. I, I think that was the the main gist of it. Was I was having fun. I had a group of guys like Dayla who, who believed in me in, in times where I didn't think I believed in myself. And I, I know Seth Sonic looked at me like a little kid. So, you know, it was an opportunity for me just to, like, just go all out and kind of just do something I wanted to do, you know? Yo, it's crazy. It's crazy because that day, first off, that Three Feet High and Rising album, brother, like, I, I want to talk about that real quick. For those of you for, uh, those of y'all that don't know, Three Feet High and Rising was Day by Soul's debut album. And Prince Paul, am I correct? You, you, produced, you produced that album. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, pro- I produced the album. Um, and, and I'd like to say definitely along with the guys, like, you know, right. my edge on, on them, on, on the whole thing was I just had familiarity with in the studio with being with set. So, right. you know, right. come with me with the ideas, I'll make them work. Here's my right, ideas, right. let's put them together, you know, it, it, right. and it, it, it was cool. It, it, it's cool when you're a kid making a record and, and other kids believe in you. It was all right. right. It, was like, it was like the blind leading the blind, because half the times I didn't right. know what I was doing, you know. It was a heavy oh. album, brother. Let's, let's go there. Potholes in my lawn, me, myself, and I. Uh, during that time, there was a certain sound. Okay, you you had the let it roll, get bold. I just can't hold back. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You had that. You had uh, NWA, fuck the police. You know what I'm saying? You had all that. And then, hey, y'all came, but it, it was it was so different. The Daisy Age was just so different. The samples were different. different. Yeah. Like like Sam, like <laughs> what made it is fearlessness because if you really look at at actual production. During that time, you had your Molly Malls, you know, and, and Molly Mall and them, you know, they, it was pretty much soul samples. You guys pretty much stepped out of the box and was, and was messing with the rock and roll and, 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 you know, and flipping them. Was that a conscious choice or were you just playing around with the records and just seeing what worked? I, I think, I think it, it, it was a combination of both. You know, what, what it is is we, we come from the school of good music is good music, like, Right. You know, you got to understand, like, uh, I mean, not not taking away from Marley Mall and everybody, because we're, we're all kind of raised around the same time, but 70s radio, black music radio, played the Doobie Brothers, they played James Brown, right. they played Who right. Duck. It was, it was a wide variety of music, but they played what was good. Disco records, right. ballads, you know, different genres. And that, that's the school we came from. Then MTV comes in, and then, you know, they, they're playing a little bit of everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, we compiled all that together and didn't kind of just stick with the basic things. It was, it was about, okay, good music is good music. And coming from the school of Africa, Bambada is like, anything you play that rocks is, is hip-hop. You know, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and if you ever listen to an old Bambada tape or it was ever around in those days, he played everything from commercials to like rock records. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. all over the place. Yeah. So I mean, so we, we came from that school, you know, and at the same time, we, we, we didn't care about acceptance you know like where people oh well you gotta be down to use this or you know you gotta be cool to do whatever it's like yo we think this is hot this is what we grew up on you know we're gonna flip it our own way and we just found different ways in production like a lot of it was experimenting it was you know pushing the limits a lot of times the engineers we would mention things 
and they didn't know how to do it. You know, they're like, well, we right. don't know how to do it. So we just had to figure things out, how to do it in the studio then, you know, with, with minimal technology. Right, because deeper than that, like even, even you guys, just the creativity with the skits and stuff like that, like a, a one thing that I remember, like De La Soul is Dead, first of all, is one of the best hip-hop albums ever made, like put together-wise, like it was put together so well. I remember, you, you know, your artwork and, and, and things of that nature in there, and ooh, and, and, and on, the, on the skit, ooh, he said you look like Arsenio, and you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> stuff like that, like, you, you know what I'm saying, like, like those things resonate still to this day right? just creatively and I, I gotta salute y'all just for the creative aspect of it because like you said you guys were so young and to do to be that creative and step outside the box and be visionary you know you've cemented you've cemented a, a, a genre because to truth be told you know there really wouldn't be any uh Little brother, well, there's no more little brother no more, but there would have never been little brothers and Chocolate right. Quest. Chocolate Quest, you know I mean, they, they pretty much was, the, you know, around the same time as y'all, but you get my drift. That lane would have never really been created. You know? yeah, I mean, you know, like, you know, you talk about Tip and, and Tribe, and then, like, you know, Tip was in the sessions we did Three Feet High Rise, and, you know, like, a lot of people came in, even the Jungle Bros who came out before Daylight. It was all students to how we produced. You know, they sat in the studio like, yo, so that's how you do that. Oh, so that's how. So, you know, people don't, they don't talk about that often. But there was, there was a lot. It was like class. Because at the same time as Daylight and myself was learning things and pushing the envelope, it, it, it definitely, you know, opened their minds to a lot, you know, to a lot more to do, you know, and, and studio-wise and production-wise and record collection-wise. You know, we, we all kind of affected each other at the time. The thing about, like, what Steve said, how you created this lane, not only did you, like, create this lane with Dayla and the things you were doing, but when Grave Diggers came about, it was a different kind of hip-hop, once again, you know, creating another kind of genre of hip-hop, you know, they, they call it, you know, horror type of hip-hop or horrorcore or whatever, you know, but, like, that creative process and then the people you collaborated with on this effort how did that come about and what made you think about making it like this way this whole cycle and like suicide <laughs> you know what I mean like what made that come about I need to hear this I mean what what, what started it is you know Three Feet High Rise was a real successful record which spawned off like Big Daddy Kane and Queen Latifah third bass for jazz you know, right. at, 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 you know, produced you know him and Jay Z at the time, and a whole bunch of a bunch of things. And, and with, with that success comes a lot of pressure. And so, you know, long story short, I had a label with, with Russell Simmons was on Rush Associate labels that didn't work out. So there was a, a lot of time and space that was lost. Like my success came quick, and it seemed like it was falling just as fast. And I'm like, am I really that whack? You know, so, and, and, and you know, and people are like starting to diss me. You know, say, oh, Paul, you know, he's all right. Then you got your, your, your large professors and Pete Rocks coming out. And I'm like, yo, am I really that corny? Let, let me, I was like, and, and I, I started getting like this real type of, uh, I don't know, like angst or, or, or anger towards the music industry because, you know, a lot of things unfolded during that time. So I was like, let me put together some guys who, went through a similar circumstance and let's put our powers together and see if we can make something collectively because individually it wasn't seeming to work out so that's when I called on 
uh, Fuquan, who was in set at well, he departed from set before the last album. We was able to do the last album. I knew he felt a certain way. Um, poetic right. was was um, you know, rest in peace. Was was, um, was signed to Tommy Boy. But his record never came out. They dropped him. They didn't even tell him. They just dropped him. Right, right, right. right. So that his album never came out. I know he was upset with that. And then RZA, same thing. You know, well, you know, he did We Love You, Rakim, and he was getting a lot of heat off it. <laughs> a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> off of making that record. So this is pre him being the RZA. So, you know, yeah. I, I, call, I call these guys. You know, I sat and listened to all the stuff. I was like, I want to put a group with all of us together to see if we could make things happen. Now, keep in mind, this is before Wu-Tang. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, came, came together. Like, during the process of us recording, this is when Wu-Tang more or less formulated and came out. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we just sat together in my basement. I felt a certain type of way. I was a little depressed. They were a little heated. And, you know, sat up there and was like, yo, what's, what you call a group? And just by the music I had, which was all dark, you know, um... It's either Rizzo or Poetic said, yo, we should call Gravediggers. And he's like, yo, yes, you all come up with these names. And and, then, and Rizzo, you know, well, Rock, Rakim, as he's going back yeah, then, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm going to call myself the Rizzo, the Rizzo Rector. And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that yeah, name yeah. was formulated in my house, which a lot of people don't realize, a little hip-hop tidbit. And then, you know, I was like, yeah, I'll be the Undertaker. And we just went around the room like, oh, this is crazy. And we started making this album and it literally we did this demo worked hard on it but it was the best thing i've ever made in my life and took it to labels and nobody would touch that thing <laughs> for nothing <Yeah>. nobody <laughs> wanted it took it to, to tommy boy russell was well, ironically tommy boy that was the last resort russell jive i think jive almost signed it but somebody up there i, I was told was like oh those guys are played out why you want to get them they fell off so that we lost that deal and then uh, literally about a year later, um, G Street called us up and said, yo, I really like this demo. And that was at the point where we was about to give up because RZA had just put out Protection Next um, as, a, as a single on his own. Like he had, you know, released that independently. And, you know, he was more or less rolling with that and he was going to give up. And then the, the record got a deal and it came out. And right about the time when Flatline it came out, ironically, through Russell Simmons. <laughs> so go <hopefully, laughs> I thought it was crazy. I remember Stretch and Bob playing, um, you know, shout out to Stretch and Bob. I remember them playing the Grave Diggers, and that's how I, I became familiar with it. And it was crazy. I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> what are you guys doing, man? Like, they bringing it to a whole other... What's happening? Yeah, what's happening, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, that's dope. Now, Paul, I want to ask you, um, you know, because you're a phenomenal DJ and a phenomenal producer... Which one would you prefer? Like, if God was to say, Paul, you know, you can only do one thing, man. DJ or produce. Which one would you would you pick? DJing. Only if I can make the same money or more than I make producing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? DJing has always been my first love. You know what I'm saying? And... and, and it's, just, it's just my thing. Production is great, and, and, and I love making music. But what, what kind of got me to that stage of production is DJing. You know, it's, it's almost like one of those things. You don't forget where you came from. Yeah. Yeah. DJing got me through some hard times, man. You know, more, more so than I can think of production. It's true or false? Did you have you had something to do with that Kung Fu situation? Oh, you, you know what's crazy is is I connected the people together. 
to make uh-huh. it happen. You know, I'm like, yeah, this person got an idea. You know, why don't you work with them? And then somehow I got X out of the out of the check department. You know, yeah. what I'm like, yeah. they, they skipped past me and shook hands, and then like Paul was X out the picture. But you know, it, it is what it is. But it's crazy because I mean, your name is attached to so so many brilliant things, man. Like I, for I, those I, of you that. For those of you that are not familiar with Kung Fu, Kung, F-A-U-X, go to YouTube and, and, and search for this. It's probably yeah. one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen, man. They take they yeah. took actual actual Kung Fu, Kung Fu joints, movies, and, and yeah. changed, changed the, the storylines and had rappers come and overdub these new storylines over it. Like, it's the funniest thing, like... Funky bottle. <laughs> Which is funny. Like, it's not just me. This is the first, like, ever. Like, really. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? No oh. one asked you about that? No, no. I mean, it, you know, like, friends will bring it up because they're like, yo, I did that and never got a check. You know, I get those kind of conversations, but never, yeah. like, <laughs> never, like, on some, like, you know, people yeah. asking me, like, in an interview. I'm like, wow, that's Oh, I love it. I love it, Paul. Yeah, like 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 the brilliant. like the funky bottles, F B funky bottles. That is so funny, bruh. Like like it, oh. it's just to sit there, to to sit there and think of this. Like it, this this is one of them things you're like, damn, why didn't I think of this, yo? <laughs> why didn't I think I to do this? I can't you take know. the credit credit for it. I mean though I did like I, I, see I'm gonna sound like a butthole, but I did do this concept like years ago and, and showed it to MTV. I was like, yo, look at this. And they thought I was stupid. It actually was during the time when they were shooting that thing for De La Soul when I was playing records in my room. Like, yeah, you can play a Mickey Mouse record. Da, da, da. Uh-huh. I showed them a, the same exact thing. I was like, yo, don't you think this is funny? And they were like, look at me like I was stupid. But the Kung Fu thing, like I said, was me making, putting the two people together, like being the, uh, the talent scout. Like, hey, yo, this is really, good, really a good idea. You know, you should meet this person. They could put it out. And like I said, somehow the, the check just skipped me. Somehow it just like you know the head shook. <laughs> but you know what, yo, yeah, yo. Who, so who we who we gotta see, man, so that you get this check, brother? So you need yeah, your check for this. Brother. Yeah, that 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 was. Uh, I, I doubt if anything could could be even made out of that yeah. anymore. Yeah, thank like thank God. Keep that in mind. I'll find out. Let you know. Yeah, man, you got to go get go get that, brother. Yeah. <laughs> go get that, because it, it's dope. I, I'm surprised. Yeah, it's classic, and I'm, I'm surprised that a lot. You, you know, I, I tend to bump into people, and I'm like, "Yo, did you see Kung Fu?" And they're like, "What's that?" What? And I end up putting them on, and then they love it after I put them on to it. But it just seems like it never really got the the, the burn that it deserved. Just in my opinion, you know. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not like a, a like a, a cult following for it. It must be. And then, like she said, damn, why didn't I think of doing this? You know what I mean? Because this is brilliant. Well, I wanted to get into also again with um, this this next group that formed Handsome Boy Modeling School. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, okay. Get about the fact that you also have also came out with solo albums and things like that. So this concept with Handsome Boy Modeling School, I mean, what, again, what was this concept about? And then you pulled in all kinds of collaborators. And, and again, like, I, I'm not sure, like, what was upsetting you guys then, but, you know, it was, it was once again, brilliant. 
you know, with, with the whole, like, basing it off. The name itself. Like, the name itself. Yeah. Handsome Boy Modeling School. <laughs> that shit just sounds crazy. Now, you know, <laughs> you know me, me and uh, my good friend, uh, Dan, the automator, you know, we... He came out with Dr. Octagon with Cool Keys. That came out of a record called yeah. Analysis. Somehow, uh, we met through a mutual friend. And we just had a, one of them geeky conversations, you know? Like, yuck, 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 yuck. You ever see this show? Because I, I, he had a sample on his record. I was like, yo, that's Chris Elliott. He did Get a Life. He's like, I love Get a Life. And then we started talking yeah. about the, the show. It used to be on Fox. And then right. we talked about an episode they had called Handsome Boy Marlin School. And we're just laughing and joking. It's like, yo, we should make a group Handsome Boy Marlin School. Yo, that'd be funny. <laughs> Next thing I know, he's at Tommy Boy Records. Now, mind you, we just, this was a joke. He's at Tommy Boy Records, and he's like, yo, Tommy Boy wants to sign Handsome Boy Marlin School. I was like, get out of here. <laughs> so now, now we got to figure out what to do. So we made, we had the concept and the joke before we act, actually had any music. And so right, right. And we had to take music to the concept. And, you know, I was like, well, I'm going to throw on a mustache. Just, just, yeah. just, just to be goofy. And then it kind of just took off. We took on this, you know, this persona of, uh, you know, male model teachers, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's not until recently, I, I, when people ask me about things I've done, I, I start reflecting on it. Like, I, I've been involved in quite a few things, man, and, and things I, I really forget about. Like, I was in a new music seminar um, when that was popular, like battling DJs and stuff, and I made the semifinals. That was big during that time, you know? Mm-hmm. The, 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 the Grammys for the Chris Rock stuff is pretty big. But I'd say overall, the, what gave me the, the probably with some of the best feeling is, um, and it, it, I have to do use two things. Now it has to be um, helping De La Soul and the Grave Diggers because it gave De La Soul an opportunity to have a career and to, and to make money to support their family. And to me, that was a big deal. It was a big deal when. I went to True Boy's house and his mom and dad, they just thanked me so much for helping their son. Like, that was like a, and, and it wasn't like I, I did it for any, like, recognition, but the fact that they right. acknowledged it and thanked me was a big deal. And it, it was good to see Poetic buy a car and, you know, be able to, you know, travel and take care of himself and go overseas and Fuquan to do well for himself. And, you know, and little as, you know, as known, it, it gave RZA a stepping stone to for when he was shopping the, Wu-Tang, you know, to say, yo, I'm working with Prince Paul, you know, that, that was, that meant something back then, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, so, you know, it, it, it gave opportunities and springboards for people to have their own life, and and, right. and and me not to ask for anything of it, no recognition or anything, it's just to see guys do well on their own, and, you, you, it, you know, it's going to sound cheesy, but that, to me, that's really the highlight of it all. There's a, okay. there's a question I wanted to ask you. Um, in that third base era, there was this artist that came out, and I must know, must know, where is Don Newkirk? Tell me, please. Don that's my man, Fifty Grand. I talk to him all the time, man. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. He's, he's still around, you know. He, like yeah. he, um, you know, like a lot of like a lot of production projects I get, I'll call on Don Newkirk, man. Like uh, we did a couple of movie scores. Uh, and I, I would call him to play. Um, he was on, uh, when I did the Chris Rock record, I mm-hmm. called him in to do some work, you know, so he, he's around, man. He's my, he's my boy for life. I know him since I was 15, 14. Yeah. yeah. And 
you know, I'm, I always wonder what happened to him because, you know, he came out with just one album. And I always, I'm like, oh, what happened to him? You know, I thought the album was pretty great. I got a couple of videos, you know, and it was this love song that was on there that was my joint. And I can't remember the name of it, but it was like. Fanatical love. It was, I think so. It was like, I, yeah. I don't even want to sing it. I want to embarrass myself. But it had this groove to it, and man, listen, I was like, yo, what happened to him? And when I saw, like, you know, you did, like, work with him and things like that, did you have production on that first album? Was it called Funky City? Did you have production on that? Oh, yeah, Funky City, yeah. I I did, like, a little, like, kind of skit song that that really didn't mean much to the whole album, but, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And, I mean, that that was another thing. Like, I introduced um, Newkirk to Russell Simmons, and I I told Russell, I was like, yo, you, you should really put him out. And he, that's how he got his deal, man. Based on that, you know, it, it those connects. And I, I think what I think what happened is he, he put the album out. You know, things didn't work out well with the label, and you know he worked on a few things afterwards. But um, you know, I, I, I'm gonna have to put Newkirk out there. I think a lot of it is him being his own worst enemy, man. Like he's really dope, but I think insecurity, you know, get the usually for well, a lot of artists get the the best of them, you know. So he, he didn't put out as much music as I thought that he should have. So any any chance I got to put him down, I put him down, man, because you can't have a talent like that go to waste, you know? Yeah. Right, right. Wow, that's amazing. And you know what? That happens a lot. You know what I mean? It happens a lot with really dope people. A lot of times dope people don't even realize that they're that dope. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, 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 exactly. And, they're insecure about it because you know some what is it heavy is the head that holds the crown so it's like yo you mm. know when, when you're when you're that dope and people are telling you constantly it, it kind of creates insecurities it kind of creates like okay well damn am I really are they bugging like what was there's something wrong with yeah. me like why am I creating these things right. <laughs> you know it's, it's crazy you know, well, it was up to my but my whole yeah. thing here is, is I want everybody to to walk away with this and do their homework and really understand who Prince Paul is because, yo, even when she just brought up the third base thing, I'm like, oh, yeah, like third base. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, it just seemed like you were everywhere, brother. It's so everywhere. extensive. Like, it's so extensive. Like, oh, my God. I got him. He said. He said he's gonna call. Yay! <laughs> well, well, so people, I mean, thank you. I appreciate you guys. Are good, good for my ego. But the, the um, people also don't realize that third base, that gas base, is the first introduction to MF Doom. MF Doom. So, right. You know. Right. right. Absolutely. That's his Absolutely. first record he made, and people always like ask me, you know, Doom. I was like, do I know Doom? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, come on, man. You know. Yeah. Zeb Love X. Yeah, Zeb Love X, man. People, like, have you ever seen it without the mask? Of course. I, I mean, he came by my house. I've seen him, like, in the last, about it, probably, like, a year or so ago, you know. He, yeah. Good dude. He's real good dude, man. I can think yeah, of him. That was a total, total uh, reinvention. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, that was really Zeb Love X, yeah, it was great. You know what I'm saying? Like, you went from Zeb Love X to MF Doom. Like, that was crazy like that's that's that i've never seen a reinvention like that yo <laughs> you know what i mean it's absolutely crazy but you know like when you sit back and you and you go over and you look at all the dope things that that was done it kind of brings me to you know I, I don't know if y'all heard how um you know ultimate warrior passed the other day you know what i'm saying not ultimate warrior yeah ultimate warrior yeah ultimate warrior and, 
Yeah, and, and it's crazy because I just saw him on um, on on Raw on Monday. You really? Know what I'm saying, and then yeah, yeah, he oh, just passed away, man. And, and it's crazy to me. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like yo, it, it makes you reflect. Like yo, he used to whoop ass back in the day. See, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he was serious. And then when he came out on Raw, he looked crazy. You know what I mean? But aside from that, it's like yo, what he was do, what he did for wrestling was retarded and and you know it, it's like i just want everybody to know what what you did for this game yo because you know not not to be not to stroke the ego or nothing but what what the facts are the facts you know what i'm saying and for us for us to be hip-hop heads and loving this thing you know we gotta salute you brother we gotta salute yeah. you and i personally thank you on behalf of six man radio for everything that you've done for hip-hop because we wouldn't even really be able to do what we was doing Without people like yourself and and, and the Peets and the, and the Lars Pros and the and the yeah. Molly Malls and we wouldn't be able to do this, man. So thank you. You saved my life, man. Word up. So shout to you. But well, it, it really goes in full circle, man. I would feel with you know without people and support and, and the love and it would be no me. So you know I, I that's that's why I always stay level headed, man. You never see me. You know there's sometimes I like to channel my Kanye. It would be nice. But I kind of keep, keep myself <laughs> on solid ground. I'd love to get there someday, but I'm good, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right. We thank you for calling up. We thank you for, for the support, and we thank you for everything over the years. But, brother, we could not let you get out of here without asking ah. you three questions we ask all our guests, man. All right. You know, and, the, and the questions are, the top three MCs of all time, your top three hip-hop groups of all time, and your top three producers of all time. All right. Um, yeah. Probably top MCs would have to be, and people would probably, like, yell at me because of me saying this. It's hard to pick three. Why do you get three? If I had to pick three, it would have to be, LL Cool J and people are like okay. why but it, it's a long explanation um I, I'd have to you'd have to throw in Rock him, and man you know it, it, this is a toss up between Melly Mel and Karis one but I, I might have to go Karis one um, okay alright 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 now top three groups I think I have an uh, idea but I will let you go I will let you go <laughs> and, 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 and these are hip hop groups right Hip hop groups, right? Okay, um, Public Enemy, mm-hmm. Beastie Boys, N.W.A. Oh wow! All right, all right, all right. Okay, now your top three producers, hip hop producers of all time. Ah, uh, hip hop producers. Um, one would have to be Rick Rubin. Yeah. Um, the other one with uh, the Bomb Squad. Hmm. Definitely. And then after that, I'm trying to think of people who, 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 who inspire me. It probably have to be Marley Mall. Mm. Oh, okay. All right. Great. Hey, I ain't mad at none of that. No, who I'd like to throw. Oh, man. Because I, 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 I really like to say Dr. Dre, too. But that, mm. that's okay. There you go. I'll just, I'll honorable mention? Honorable yeah, mention? honorable mention would be. Dr. Dre, I, I think he's beyond incredible. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, really quick though, being that you brought him up, I, we we about to end this, but with the Dr. Dre's, I, I just want to get your your take on this. Producers who have ghost producers. <laughs> I need to know what do you consider that? I mean, now it's still production because you still have to. You're still coming in. You're still tweaking and making it right and putting it together on some Quincy Jones shit. Yeah, but do producers like real boom bap producers like do they do? Do you guys feel a certain way about that? Because it's sort of like biting. Like I don't know. As an MC, I wouldn't feel right if somebody wrote for me. You know what I'm saying? And, and then I went in there and... I, I mean, you know how I feel about it? It, it's, it, it? I feel about both ways, exactly like you said. Like, it's cheating. But then at the same right. time, without that person there with the knowledge, and, and it, like you said, talking about the tweaking and everything, that's the ear. That's like the, 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 right. like the final decision. Because some of that stuff right. may never see the light of day. You know what I'm right. saying? And, and that person goes, yo, this is ill. This MC works with this. I think it needs this. I think it needs that. And, you know, without that, it wouldn't be what it is. So you actually need both. But, yeah, I mean, to, to go back to what you're originally saying, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always about hands-on. And I've had people come up to me, and they're like, yo, this project's I've turned down. And I'm like, you know, people are like, yo, why don't you do it? I'll do the beat. You just take the credit. I was like, I can't do that. I can't do yeah. it. The money would be nice, but I can't do it. It's just not in me to do that, you know? Right, right. Because, you know, a lot of people, they shit on Diddy. Like, they say Diddy ain't really a producer, but it's bugged out because they say, yo, Diddy ain't in there hitting the button. But it's wild because I can't sit here and, even though that's a fact, I can't sit here and say, Diddy ain't a producer. Ah, because that boy's ear is retarded. Like, <laughs> look what he's, he's brought to us, but, you know? But, I think some people got I mean, with that being said, you got to understand the definition of producer. Like, when when hip-hop came out, it, it blurred the lines of writing and, and producer. Producer is right. really a person who comes in who dictates what goes on and tells you what you need and tells everybody how to sing and everything else. Right. A writer is a writer, a music writer. So automatically, when hip-hop came in, it's like, yo, I produced that, which meant I did the beat. You know what I'm saying? Which right. really, it, 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 that is not the same thing. The hip hop just right. changed the definition of production. Right. That's that's real. That's real. That is definitely real. Word up. And yo, y'all heard it here first, man, from the legendary Prince Paul. Once again, brother, we thank you for calling in. That's the final word, bro. It. Please don't hang up, man. We want to get a couple drops from you, all right? Yeah, no problem. All right, man. Six Man Radio, we'll be right back. Yeah. Six man
Everything, the whole damn planet, they can do whatever they want. What's wrong with having it good for a change? And they're gonna let us have it good if we just help them. They're gonna leave us alone. Let us make some money. You can have a little taste of that good life too. Now I know you want it. Hell, everybody does. Do it to your own kind. What's the threat? We all sell out every day. Might as well be on the winning team. Ah, Brooklyn. Chill, baby. <laughs> Check this out. Fam, fam, look. Your girl look like... Who she look like? James Evans. Yeah. But not James Evans Sr., James Evans Jr. JJ, though, nigga. Trip. I used to rap, now I do this shit for fun. When the Buddha hit the tongue, spit, the story has begun. Shout to Sharon Edwards for making Corey a son. Born in the same borough as the notorious one. The game changed big, that's what I would tell them. Kim Wilder looking like the king of pop and in the same asylum. Nobody saying shit, they just staying silent. Few other rappers was murked up to this day to balance. Yo, what up, y'all? I'm DJ Premier, and you checking out the Six Man Radio, the home of adult contemporary hip-hop. You heard? That's what it do, that's what it does, and that's what it's going to be. One love. Your girl look like, who she look like? James Evans. Yeah. But not... James Evans Sr., James Evans Jr., J.J., though, nigga. Trip. I used to rap, now I do this shit for fun. When the Buddha hit the tongue, spit, the story has begun. Shout to Sharon Edwards for making Corey a son. Born in the same borough as the notorious one. The game changed big, that's what I would tell them. Kim Wilder looking like the king of pop and in the same asylum. Nobody saying shit, they just staying silent. Few other rappers was murked up to this day to balance. That's what I would tell Big, and hit him with the salute. I do this for Brooklyn, been doing this since my youth. I dare one of y'all to contest that I'm the truth. I had your brain on the wall, your soul in the booth. How you gonna box your OGs, OG? Oh, please, nigga, how you gonna jump with no knees? You keep fuck around, get whooped like Cochise. Supposed to be scared, you strapped like Bo King. And you did a hundred push-ups and called your whole team. Y'all the one Chief Keith, y'all bugging, making the scene. I was outside, coatly a cred and gasoline. Strike a match, part two. Now it ain't a cartoon. Get over here, Scorpion flow. I spit harpoon. Razor sharp wit, keep me away from sharp tools. This little nigga pick you up like carpool. And spin your ass around like a fucking bar stool. I refuse to argue and bicker with y'all fools. You can scream and yell what you say in this old news. I choke you out till they screaming, cold blue. Fuck what you going through. Yeah, I be knowing too. It's seed, nigga. Automatically, that mean with the weed, nigga. I'm the best from BK. If it ain't me, it's Jigger. I'll be the bigger man and admit it, but the truth is delivered. Every time I spit it, you would snap back, nigga, or probably prefer a fitting. It 
don't matter, you fun to struggle. I spit it, you get it. There's no need to edit. I said it, check the credits. Nothing sweet over here, so it's safe for diabetics. Your girl look like Yase Kodo, mixed with Forrest Whitaker and a breast stick. You should get rid of her. I shudder to think of the gross shit you probably did with her. Bad seed, tell your mama, your daddy, uncle, and senator. Y'all love how I dance on this track like Your girl look like Robocop, matter of fact, predator. <laughs> Nigga, what you said to her? Nigga, how you go to bed with her? Ew, your girl look. Six man. Radio, 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 Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.